Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. This is W-A-Y-T. I'm Charles Edward. Let's get right into it. Today in hip-hop history. November 4th, 2008, Q-Tip released his second solo album, The Renaissance. Cannot say I've heard this album, so I'm going to have to check it out because Q-Tip is extremely dope. Jay-Z's second album, In My Lifetime, Volume 1, released November 4th, 1997. Now, this album is actually dope, but because of the the joint with um, Foxy Brown and Babyface, a lot of people took it as a... uh, like a forced attempt at, at trying to make a make a commercial record, but if you get past like the singles, the album actually was dope. One of the best songs is um, called "You Must Love Me" featuring Kelly Price. It's one of his better records. Also on uh, November fourth, nineteen ninety eight, in hip hop history. The movie Belly was released featuring Nas, DMX, T-Boss, Method Man, and Terrell Hicks. It's a classic film. Also, we have a, a birthday, November 4th, 1969. Sean Diddy Combs, also known as Puff Daddy, was born. He's been a part of so many classic things in hip-hop. Biggie's Ready to Die. Biggie's Life After Death, Craig Mack, Mace, 112, the list goes on. He's been a part of a lot. Okay, also on November 4th, 1997, Rakim released his debut solo album, The 18th Letter, The Book of Life. Now, if you're a student of hip hop, there is a song on this album. Listen to the song. I'm not going to say the name because if you haven't heard the album, you need to listen to the album. But I guarantee you, when you listen to his flow on the song, you'll know what rapper took that flow and ran with it. And it's just one flow that he does on this particular song. Uh, Hit me up when y'all figure out who that rapper is. And that wraps up today's in hip hop history. A hint. Um, the rapper is from the Midwest. All right, let's keep it moving. Lil Dirk promises anthems in no skips on new album 7220 via Hip Hop DX. After dropping a collab album with Lil Baby titled The Voice of the Heroes and taking the project on tour, Lil Dirk is ready to go back on his solo tip. Lil Dirk recently posted an image to his social media pages that revealed his next solo project and the picture shared online. Fans see a dry erase board with a bunch of writing that seems to be a plan for Durko's upcoming album. Part of the track list and guest features can be seen behind a giant eye emoji with the album's title 7220 written next to it. The most important message on the board seems to be Durko letting fans know the album is all anthems and no skips. 
While he's working on a new album, Dirk is making sure to keep his Billboard streak running with 7220. It was announced in September that Lil Dirk has the most songs on the Hot 100 chart of any other artist this year. He currently has an insane 35 entries on the list with seemingly more to come. Lil Dirk is doing his thing. And I think, um... I don't know when when the, the song with Drake was released, but that's probably one of the better records that came out. The Laugh Now, Cry Later record. I'm not sure if that's the right title. I don't know. I probably got the title wrong, but that, that record is dope. Lil Durk and Drake. All right, let's keep it moving. Via Hip Hop DX, Tupac Shakur estate to bring Death Row Records legacy to life with museum experience. Tupac Shakur has been physically gone for 25 years, but his legacy is eternal. On Tuesday, November 2nd, the Shakur estate announced an upcoming immersive museum experience dubbed Tupac Shakur, Wake Me When I'm Free. Another chance to explore the life and untimely death of Death Row Records legend. Described in a press release as part museum, part art installation, part sensory experience, the exhibit aims to take attendees through a surround sound spaces rich with rarities embedded in technology and delve into the greater meaning of of his activism, music, and revolutionary art. Wake Me When I'm Free is led by Chief Curator and Vice President at the Rockin' Hall Hall of Fame and award-winning creative director. Oh, excuse me. Nawaka on Wusa and award-winning creative director Jeremy Hodges and his firm Project Art Collective. It is a privilege to be a part of such a monumental project. Hodge says Tupac Shakur was my Malcolm X. He was my Martin Luther King Jr. And to build an experience that honors such a prolific man cannot be summed up in words. We wanted to create a memorable experience that will inspire you to be better than when you walked in, all while leaving you with the knowledge that he was true to a revolutionary spirit. Tupac Shakur, Wake Me When I'm Free, opens on January 21st, 2022 in Los Angeles at the Canvas at LA Live, uh, Georgia Street and Olympic Boulevard and run for a limited time only. Pre-sale tickets go on sale. Tuesday, November 9th at 10 a.m. That's Pacific Coast time on the Wake Me When I'm Free website. General tickets go on sale November 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And the website is wakemewhenimfree.com. That's dope. Via LinkedIn News, self-driving tech descends on New York City. Waymo's self-driving cars are hitting the mean streets of New York City, but don't expect to see robo-taxis zipping around the Big Apple anytime soon. The Google spinoff will use human drivers to map the city's unusual roads. In other words, it's collecting data on New York City's chaotic streets to better inform its technology. There's no date for when or if the cars will drive 
by themselves, but The Verge notes New York represents a huge complex stage on which Waymo is eager to demonstrate the effectiveness of its technology. Self-driving startup Aurora made its stock market debut Thursday as self-driving technology continues to grow. Um, I still don't know how I feel about um, self-driving technology. And I'll, I'll give you an example. I was making a delivery, right? And I was using Google Maps. And when I was using it, based off of Google Maps, if I would have kept driving, I would have drove into a river. So putting 100% faith into technology when the people that input the data are human and they can input stuff wrong, like it's still, it's going to be a while before people are comfortable using it. Uh, Fortunately for me, I ran into a, not ran into, I asked a person that knew the area and I was able to get to the destination and make the delivery. But if I relied solely on on technology, there's no way that I would have made it there. Like the map, (laughs) the map basically told me to keep driving and where it told me to keep driving, there was no bridge. It just went straight into a river. So self-driving vehicles, they're still going to have people in the vehicles. So I'm, I'm interested to see how this plays out because if Lyft and Uber eventually do the same thing and they're going to have people in the car that are dri- that are um, drivers, <clears throat> are the drivers still going to get paid, but they're not going to be actually driving? It's going to be the be the automated technology doing all the driving, but then the drivers will have the ability to um, take over the automated technology, hopefully. Now with any technology, technology can be hacked. That's another thing, like how how scary is that if someone hacks your car while you're driving and takes over, well, not while you're driving, while the car is driving you and takes over it and I don't know, makes you drive into a pole or something. Now that is like the extreme of what can happen, but there's there's crazy geeks out there that could, would take the time to figure out how to hack into something like that. And you can't say it's not possible because all they have to do is reverse engineer it. So I, I don't know, I'm still on the fence with the whole automated cars, other automated things I think are dope. Especially like the lawnmower thing, that'll that'll definitely help out the landscaping industry. But the self-driving car, I don't know. And they're trying to have a self-driving um, big rigs, the fifty-three footers. Ugh. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, the truck drivers already drive crazy on the road, like. Most of them are supposed to be doing 55. They don't do 55. Some of them be doing like 80 for real. And I'm not snitching. I'm just saying. So my thing is if the <laughs> if the automated trucks are driving the speed limit, 
Will the automated truck get in trouble for being late to something? <laughs> uh, whatever. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence with certain automated stuff. Some of it is good. Some of it is like... I think humanity need, humanity needs a little more time, especially with the self-driving cars. Let's get ready to rumble. Battle of the Grocers, Kroger versus Publix. Publix? I've never heard of Publix. I've definitely heard of Kroger. Kroger is expanding its footprint into Florida, taking on the state's home supermarket chain, Publix. But there's a catch. Kroger, an Ohio-based grocer, will not be opening physical stores, reports CNBC, but rather an automated (laughs) warehouse of robots that retrieve products for delivery drivers. The warehouse, which is big enough to fit nearly eight football fields, is Kroger's first move in its national strategy to become a more dominant e-commerce player. The supermarket operator has already hired 900 workers as part of its expansion. Woo! Kroger delivery. Okay, so... Um, the listeners from California, I don't know if some of you are old enough to remember Home Grocer. And this was before like Amazon had Prime Now, before any uh, of these stores were offering like grocery delivery. And unfortunately, it just didn't pan out. It, it was an incredible idea, but I, I believe it. I think the cost was just a little too much or I don't I'm not sure why they fell apart. But the fact that Kroger has a warehouse that's the, the size of eight football fields, that's pretty big. And the, the thing that got me is an, an automated warehouse of robots that retrieve products for delivery drivers. So See, they're they're making a, a transition. They're getting rid of the majority of the shipping department. Like they're getting rid of the labor on that end, and they're just keeping the drivers. So they have they're putting drivers to work, but they're getting rid of of the warehouse. And I knew this was gonna eventually happen. I just wasn't sure who was really gonna pull the plug first. But it, this is proof. And it's crazy because I read an article probably in 2018 about 800 million jobs being phased out by the year 2030. And now it's it's starting to happen. It's only 2021. It's The article said by 2030, it's only 2021. And it's already being, being put into effect by Kroger. Kroger as a warehouse with robots getting your bananas getting your biscuits your orange juice whatever if you in florida a robot if you order in from kroger a robot is getting your food 
and the delivery drivers are just loading it into their into their um trucks or vans or whatever and they're bringing it to you so for the most part (laughs) um I, i don't know maybe they still have um some type of receiving department because it seems like there's no need for a shipping department if the robots take the food to the drivers or whatnot a receipt but i mean they can use the robots to receive too i don't know they might have a receiving department with people on forklifts that unload the trailers and um put the the product to the destination bin so the robots can go to the bin I'm trying to make sense of it so the robots can go to the bin. They might still need a, a receiving department as far as like scanning um, the items in and placing them in the bin. And then it's showing up in the system how much inventory they have of a certain item. But even then, that stuff can be automated. So if they fully automated the entire warehouse and all they need is the driver and like one person one or two people making sure the ro- <laughs> the, the robots aren't BSing and getting the job done, <laughs> then I've, this is the, the first nail in the coffin for um, for shipping as far as warehouse is concerned. And I, I'm sure there's other companies that are doing it, but Kroger is a huge company. So I guarantee you a lot of companies, depending on the success Kroger has implementing this, a lot of companies will follow suit. So I said it before, you got to be on the right side of technology. And it looks like, uh, I believe yesterday I said there, there's going to be more companies needing drivers. And here's this article right now. They hired 900 workers. And all they're doing is driving and delivering groceries. Maybe it's more to it, but maybe they're pulling the orders too. But according to this, it's the robots that are putting in the work. And the humans are just chilling, kinda. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes this episode of W.A.Y.T. I'm Charles Edwards signing off. But before I do, I'm going to put you on to an artist from Los Angeles, California. She goes by the name of Black Molly. The track is called Nothing to Lose. Make sure you check her out on ReverbNation.com and follow her on her social media. Uh, it's Twitter.com slash Black. That's B-L-A-Q-K. Molly. Everybody been looking at me, no glasses, and still I see it. Pass it strong and get at them, no matter the storm and sea. Go sell, lace up these ways. Hell, I rock with flames, no pill. Like, fuck the money and real bump. No gender, don't care about it. I'm fickle as hell. Plus, now I'm drinking. Here or not, I be tripping. Ho, nigga is gone. Hashes at 20 
Did the show that's approaching these cold doors like not, not. Can he open my day like what you do when you knew? Any streets to do you? I'm like his only son. So really, come trying to do their beauty. But whole nigga, you woke on the get it twisted. Been fasting for four months, but I'm eating up instrumental. No cuffing, calling my bluff, and I'm stuck. Set me up, no bluff. I'm in the festive, huh? We gon' have fun. Fear, not even death now. Kim, waiting on him that moment. I'm switching blades with a fast man top. Your moan is over. I'm ready. Don't knock a rush of McKinley, Detroit, Georgia. Fuck it, nigga. My get back. He hates like we live at. I'm trying to fuck with you, but it's time that nigga get that little baby. I'm in the mood, but I'm faded. And that's the real black so wait. Label the slippage 180, flip it. What door that pin game elevated the day that nigga was laid. I can't go back to Tati, cause Molly blocking the game. Watching quietly, Timmy, she tired. Gordon the pain in my vision. She flipping. I on the walk the window, fuck off, been off, I'm only different to Angel, I had grown off the yonder and I, I'm about to fuck it like I'm fucked in the head, I got fist full of lift, still I'm sick in my dad, forgot these niggas talking cause I'm cutting them off off the rock, get them my nutty, I'm like, nigga, I'm done, I'm tired, I entertain the kid, a reaper the gold, if you do this one thing for me, I'm yours on my soul, fuck it, the end of days, COVID, shots to the vein, what the fuck is gon' end, we get the walking dead, don't lie, think about this dead, Coming, it's off the top of my head, nigga.